let's pray. Let's pray and get started. Good morning, TT. Good morning. Let's pray. Let's pray. Dear kind and heavenly Father, thank you so much for bringing us together this morning. Thank you for giving us strength, having mercy over us, Lord, that we're able to see another day. We ask that you help us to make it the best day, do the things that we need to do, provide us with the will and the encouragement to be able to take on tasks that we may not want to or feel like doing. I ask that you be with everyone alive, help them to stay focused so they're not distracted by anything that the enemy tries to put in and that you are able to minister to their souls. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, guys. Amen. Let's put you up here. Morning, Yazzie. Uh, morning. Hey, George. Hello. Morning. Um, amen, amen, amen. I haven't addressed. <laughs> I think it's a cold, guys, that is just trying to come through, that it just doesn't want to fully come through. I keep saying that to you, don't I? I keep getting the sniffles. Anyway. So we have this. It says, Jesus is a friend that is closer than a brother. Jesus is a friend that is closer than a brother. This one, I think it's going to be a nice one today, guys. I think after yesterday, (laughs) the stress of yesterday, we have a nice one to read. We are reading in Proverbs this morning, Proverbs 18, verse 24. I don't know if you've read the Proverbs, guys. I don't know if you've read the Proverbs before, but or any, the book of Proverbs, should I say. But there are 31 verse, chapters, chapters. <laughs> there are 31 verses. And what a lot of people do is they read a chapter a day for the month. So like, say like you want to start reading Proverbs, maybe do one chapter a day because there's 31 days in a month. Well, te- most months, there are 31 days. So you could start in, well, not February, but if you wanted to start maybe in March, you could read one chapter a day. And they are really, well, I'd say most of them are feel good. They're very direct to the point verses, you know. And we're going to be reading from um, Proverbs today. Proverbs 18 verse 24 says, There is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Who is the friend that sticketh closer than a brother who is that friend guys there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother anyone know you have an idea (laughs) do you have an idea who it is hey ali (laughs) jesus yes it is jesus 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 he's our friend that sticketh closer than a brother we're going to just go to proverbs 18 verse 24 and we're going to read it we're going to read it I haven't got anything fluffy to add to this this is just going to be a very direct devotion maybe we can have a little chat about some other things when I drop down um but yeah this is a man that hath friends must show himself friendly and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother a man that has friends must show himself friendly because why guys because it's a blessing to have friends So you need to be nice. There are people, right, (laughs) who have friends or real nice friends around them, but they're not very nice people. They're not very nice people. If anything, those friends become an audience for them to to come up with certain attitudes and behaviours that are not very nice, you know. 
So the Bible says that we, if you have friends, it's a blessing and you must show yourself to be friendly, you know? And it says, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Who is that friend we're talking about? Jesus. So even if you don't have friends that are friendly, even if you don't have friends that are friendly, guys, even if you don't have friends, full stop, the Bible's saying, do not worry because there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Let's read. It says, disappointments you will have, but ever bear in mind that Jesus, the living, risen saviour, is your redeemer and your restorer. When all else fails, guys, when people let you down, whether that's in your friendship groups or whether that's in your relationships or, you know, even in your family, your family members will let you down. They will do things to you that hurt you, you know? And it's saying, if you are someone who is a believer, always turn your mind to Jesus. Even if you're not a believer, guys, this is a this might be a nice um, refreshing statement to hear that even though you're going through stuff that are really awful, there is someone out there who wants to help you, who wants to be your friend, who wants to, he wants you to call on him. You know, he loves you and it is better to share his love than sit with princes and be separated with him. It's better to have the love of Jesus than to be around celebrities, princes, people in high places that will take you away from him, that will draw you away from him because everything is temporary. Guys, when I tell you everything is temporary, hear me clearly, right? Anyone who is in a very good position right now, your life may be looking great. It may be looking flawless. Nothing is forever. Even if you have a lovely life for your whole life, Even if you have a wealthy life for your whole life, you still end up in the same place we all do. We all end up the same place. Nothing in this life is permanent. The only permanent thing we have to look forward to, the only eternal thing we have to look forward to, guys, is heaven. That is it. You know, his love It says he loves you and it's better to share his love than to sit with princes and be separated from him. Come daily to Jesus who loves you. Saying again, come daily to him. Open your heart to him freely. In him, there is no disappointment. Do you hear that, guys? The word disappointment doesn't exist when you are in communion with Jesus. You know why that's saying that? Because most, I won't even say most, all, hear me well, all of the disappointment that comes into our life starts from us. Think about what disappointment is, right? Disappointment is us not having our expectations met, okay? Things didn't go the way we wanted it to go. So disappointment starts from us. It doesn't come from Jesus. Jesus doesn't let us down. He is always ever the same. He's the same in the beginning, same in the end. He loves you in the beginning. He loves, his love never changes. It's us who get disappointed because either we think our life should look a certain way. We think people should treat us a certain way. We think we should have a lifestyle that is resembles a certain way. And when we don't get those things, we question Jesus. 
we question him and go, hold on. You said you love me. Why is it that my life is like this then? Hold on. I thought I was going to be looking, living like that. This person doesn't even love you. You know, we look at social media sometimes and I'm sure you do it, guys, because I do it. OK, I'm not I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm sure you look at other people on social media sometimes, which is why social media is bad, because you shouldn't be coveting. This is coveting, by the way, what I'm about to tell you. But when you look at unbelievers sometimes, you think, how is it that they're living so lavish? They've got this, they've got that, blah, 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 blah. And I worship the living God and da, 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 da. How is that the way? That's coveting, by the way. That's a sin. We shouldn't be doing that. But I'm just saying, some of us, sometimes when things are bad in our lives, we look at these things, don't we, guys, right? We get disappointed because we're looking to things that are temporary. We're not looking to Jesus because God doesn't sit here and say on anyone's account, in anyone's life, has he ever said, right, your your purpose here is to be a rich baller, to live lavishly. He's never, ever said that. He's never, ever portrayed that. If you have money, if you have wealth, you are blessed. But we've great wealth comes great responsibility. That wealth is not meant for you to sit there and be selfish with it. It's meant to spread to others. And most time when you see these people doing their thing, they're not, they're very selfish people, guys. They're keeping that wealth to themselves because we know that there are many people in need. We know that. So the disappointment let me circle back because I'm going off on a tangent. The disappointment that we experience a lot of the time is stems from ourselves and our own expectations. Stop focusing on the temporary. Stop focusing on this life. I'm not saying that you should quit your job tomorrow, but stop focusing on how things look in this lifetime because we're told as long as we focus on Jesus, we will be rewarded in the end, guys. Disappointment comes from us. There is no disappointment in him. You will never find a better counsellor, a safer guide, a more sure defence. You will never find a better counsellor, guys. I know some of us suffer with mental health issues, anxiety, depression, And as much as it's nice to have people around you to talk to, which is a blessing in itself, Jesus can definitely minister through people, through agents, can't he? But he is the key to it. Don't take it as the person who's talking to you is the counsellor. It's Jesus, if if they're directing you in the right way, it's Jesus working through that person, right? It says, through all your trials, you have a never failing friend who has said, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. That's what he says in the Bible. Remember, he can't lie. He cannot lie. When we're going through our trials, we have a never failing friend. But what tends to happen, guys? What tends to happen when we're going through our trials? What tends to happen? Do we reach out to this friend? Do we call on this friend? Do we ask this friend for help? No, we don't. We sit there and we go, woe is me. Oh my gosh, I'm going through this again. Why is my life like this? Why is my life like that? Why is this happening to me? We don't reach out to the assistance, the help that we have been promised. We don't reach out to it. We don't reach out to it, guys. Because you know why? 
it doesn't necessarily come packaged the way we want it to. You know, I don't know if you've heard that story about the um, the guy who um, who was who was drowning. Have you heard that? It's not a story. I think it's like a bit of a fable, to be honest. But I'll just quickly say it to you. There was this guy. He was in an ocean, I think, drowning, 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 drowning. And um, was it that? Was it that? I think it was. He was drowning, and then um, I think he was sent like lifeboats or something like that. But they didn't look how they should have been sent to him. I think he was sent a pigeon or listen. He was sent lifeboats in three different forms. But because the lifeboats came to him and didn't look how they should have looked, maybe they weren't fancy enough. I don't know. Maybe they just didn't look like a rescuing like able to rescue him whatever it was he was sent three different things and then when he died he went to heaven oh this is as i said this is a fable when he died he went to heaven he said jesus why didn't you help me i was drowning i was calling on you blah 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 blah. and he goes i sent you three different lifeboats and he was like oh because you know why when we're going through our trials guys sometimes the way jesus will try to communicate with us to help us, to assist us in our trials, if it doesn't come packaged in the exact way we deem it should look, we end up messing our own self up. We end up messing our own self up because we just, we sit there and we're like, Lord, why are you not helping me? Why are you not helping me? He's giving you this. He's giving you that. He's giving you, you're not even looking at the things he's given you to help you during this time. Because it doesn't look exactly how you want it to look. And I'm telling you this from experience, guys. You know, there's times where I say, Lord, I want help with, you know, my business or whatever. And he will send me this. And I'll be like, okay, yeah, but I don't really want that. I just want, um, can you do it like this? <laughs> you know, I'm not even joking, guys. It's like, unless he sends you exactly the way you want it to, we turn up our noses. But you have to remember everything he is giving you, everything that he's given you to assist you in is exactly what you need. Whether you think so or not, it's exactly what you need in that time. You know, it says through all your trials, you have a never failing friend who has said, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. But how often is the Lord neglected for the society of others? And for things of no value. I said to you, one of my things this year was to do what? Was to go to Jesus first. One of my bad traits, guys, is that I'll ring my mama. I'll ring a friend. I'll ring my brother. I'll ring all, I'll ring 10 million people, right? I might even tell you guys <laughs> about my problem before I, I pray about it. No, because they cannot help you. Like Jesus can help you. They can't help you. Like, even if, you know, God is so merciful. He's so lovely, guys, because he knows of our, our weaknesses, right? And I can hear him sometimes talking through my mum. I hear him sometimes talking through my brother. Why do I know it's, how do I know it's him? How do I know it's him? Because I already, he's already told me this. He's already told me what they're saying. And I'm going to them hoping that there's a, there's a, there's, a, there's another better option. I'm hoping that they're going to tell me something different to what I already know. And he's already told me, he's like, theme, go to, go point Z. And I'll go, okay, let me ring Ben. <laughs> let me ring Ben. Ben, what do you think about this? Yeah, go point B. Oh, right, let me ring my mum. <laughs> mum, what do you think I should go? Go point B. Oh, all right, God, I will do it. You know, that is how we are, guys. 
That is how we are. We neglect going to him. And we go to our friends, our family. We go to society even. You know, you'll see people on TikTok pouring out their hearts about things that have happened to them in their lives. Traumatic things that have happened to them. And they're asking strangers. They're asking strangers who are probably in a worse situation than they are in for advice. And Jesus is saying, come to me. I am here for you. I can give you the best advice. I can give you the best answer. Why? Because I know your beginning from your end. I know how your life wraps up in a bow. I know the day you are going to take your last breath. I know everything. Come to me. It says, how often is the Lord neglected for society of others and for things of no value? Things of no value, guys. We dare not let his name languish on our lips and his love and memory die out of our hearts. Wow. But, you know, I mean, I'm glad that's not me. Sorry. (laughs) There are people, though, we know that, guys. There are people who don't even talk about Jesus. They don't even refer to him. His name doesn't even languish their lips. Don't even call on him. He says, well, says the cold formal professor, this is making Christ too much like a human being. But the word of God warrants us to have these very ideas. It is the want of these practical, definite views of Christ that hinders so many from having a genuine experience in the knowledge of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Do you hear that, guys? When we're talking like Jesus is a friend, he sticks closer to you than a brother. He's a counsellor. He's a safe guide. He's a sure defence. When we talk like that, there are people who say, oh, you're making him sound like he's just a human being. He's meant to be a God, isn't he? Yes. And that's the point. We have to. He brought himself down to our level so that we could have this opportunity to be with him like this. He brought himself down to our level so that we could have this friendship and companionship with him. That's a blessing. You know, and if we don't accept these things, guys, if we don't expect um, accept that he wants to be our friends, if you don't expect that he wants us to be his first point of call, right? If we don't accept these things, we only hinder ourselves. We only block our own blessings. He's still going to be the same. He's still going to be a friend to others. He's still going to help others out, but he's just not going to help you out. This is the reason that many are fearing and doubting and mourning. What is the reason, guys? This is the reason that many are fearing and doubting and mourning. I'm sure some of you are fearing right now. I'm sure some of you are doubting right now. I'm sure some of us are grieving the loss of loved ones. And it's saying the reason why we are going through these things is because we haven't lent on Jesus. Their ideas of Christ and the plan of salvation are vague, dreary and confused. Do you really believe that he wants to save you? 
Do you really believe that there is a heaven out there waiting for you? Do you really believe that he's gone to prepare a place for you and that in his father's house there are many mansions and if it were not so, he wouldn't have told us this? Do you believe that? Do you believe that there's going to be a place where you are going to go and reside with him forever, where there's no sickness, no illness, no no ill harm? Do you believe that, guys? Because it's saying because we don't have this belief, because we don't believe on these promises, because we don't accept these promises, right? It leads to us having fearful thoughts, having doubts, having issues when it comes to loss. It says, if there was ever a time when men needed the presence of Christ at their right hand, it is now. So that when the enemy shall come in like a flood, because that's how he comes. I told you, this man ain't messing about, you know. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. The enemy's coming in like a flood, whether you are friends with Jesus or not, guys. The enemy is coming in like a flood into each and every one of our lives, whether you are friends with Jesus or not. Whether he's your first point of call or not, whether you run to him in prayer or not, the enemy is not having any days off. And the only way we can actually defend ourselves, protect ourselves from him is by having the spirit of the Lord at our right hand so that he can defend us. A lot of us are not prepared for the attacks that are happening in our lives. A lot of us are not prepared for the issues that are currently in our lives right now, purely because we haven't got Jesus at our right hand. Not because he doesn't want to be, not because his hand isn't outstretched to us, but because we don't want to take it. We don't want his help. We want to do it all on our own. It says communion with Christ, how unspeakably precious. To have communion with Christ, guys, to have that one-to-one relationship with him, to have that intimacy with Jesus is unspeakably precious. Such communion is our privilege to enjoy if we will seek it. It's there. Sorry, guys. It's there. As I said, it's waiting for us to join the picnic party. Okay. (laughs) The communion is sitting there waiting for us to join it. It's just that we don't see it as a privilege. We see it as an option, guys. Do you hear me when I say that? We don't see it as a privilege. We see it as an option. Do you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of the right man for you and the wrong man. Hear me out. The right man for you will see you, or right woman, sorry, I'm not being, you know, know, I'm here for everybody, okay? (laughs) So the right man or woman for you guys, they will see your presence as a privilege. Yeah. They will be dying to be in your presence. They will do anything to be in your presence. They will treat you like the queen or king that you are. Okay. Whereas the wrong man for you will see you as an option. They will see you as, oh, you know, 
or the wrong woman, they'd be like, oh, okay, um, maybe on Tuesday, you know, I've got a lot of work going on. Yeah, um, maybe I'll see you next week or next month. And that's how we take Jesus. That is exactly what we're like with Jesus. We don't see it as a privilege that we can even step to him as a, as a friend. We don't see it as like, how dare we think that us stepping in the presence of the king, the creator of the universe, we see that as, oh, it's just an option. Oh, you know what? Maybe next week I'll start praying. <laughs> Actually, maybe next month I'll start reading my Bible. Actually, I need to pay someone for a course in order for me to then read the Bible. How bad is that, guys? Imagine if someone said that to you, I need to pay for a course so that I can join this challenge so that I can be in the presence of, you know, Sarah, Jane, whoever. We just need to hold his hand. There's, we don't need to do any jumping through hoops. We don't need to do any plans or writing. We don't need to do all that. We just need to be in his presence. And it's so easy. It's so easy. It says the everlasting assurance shall be yours that you have a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. That is the promise. The promise is that you don't have to sit there and force yourself to be around him. You don't have to because he's going to be there for you regardless. He's going to be there for you regardless. But the protection that comes with him, the, 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 um, the releasing of the fearing and the doubting and the discomfort, the disappointment that we're going through without him will cease. All these things will cease, guys, if we take up that friendship. And I know it sounds crazy because you're probably, is that it? Is that it? Yes, that is it. <laughs> you know, the Bible says he will do anything. He will go over and above for who? For those who love him. He will go over and above for who, guys? Those who love him. Like, there's no, there's no if, buts, or maybe. It's just us who need to return that same love. We need to return it. But yeah, the promise today is that Jesus is a friend that will stick closer than a brother.